to PCR Sports. Hello, good evening and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is PCR Sports, your local sports show. Tonight, it's uh, Aldrin giving you the old uh, hosting and uh, jibing. And in the studio, we also have uh, Dipam. Good evening. And Shane. Hello. <laughs> Enthusiastic as always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are we then, gentlemen? Had a good week? I'm all right, yeah. Yeah, I'm no. good. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, very well, very well. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm good. Would Liverpool eight games away now. <laughs> <laughs> At most. I, got, I can't dream. It's a victory procession, not a, 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 it's a title procession, not a title race. If, if any team has the luck to throw it away right now, it's it, Liverpool. No, not, not, not this time. But touch wood. Although we had an insight, I, ha- I had that kind of. Touch wood, we're not going to be right. We I had that right. flashback and insight into the old Liverpool last Sunday when we played Shrewsbury. Yes. <laughs> it was like, that's how we used to play. <laughs> What's happening? Beat, beat all the big teams and then struggle against the, right. uh, the little ones. So, uh, yeah, it's getting, uh, it's shaping up quite big there, isn't it? For, it is. uh, I mean, if points tally could be phenomenal this season. Hmm. Be amazing yes. if they went the whole season with just one draw and the rest wins. But you've got difficult games. You've got City away. Again, it, away. I suppose, it, again, it would, I think it would depend on at which point we potentially win the title because the games after that will we relax if we're going further in the Champions League blah 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 yeah. whatever I don't know we'll have to That's just see true. if we go unbeaten it'll be interesting to compare against Arsenal's unbeaten uh, Invincibles no it won't <laughs> why not we did it first you just you know <laughs> you follow did it by drawing half your season uh, I think it was 14 games that's not half Water. not even a third of your games you, well, you know 14 is not a half so and um, uh, you've not finished the season yet no we so. but I don't even if we draw every game between now and the season it, it'll be 14 with it at least at least you're uh, you know not having to miss them tonight because yeah normally yeah, Liverpool start playing Thursday nights did, did now you, we know what Europa League team play feel like yeah I'll record it did you record the Liverpool games no I didn't no, you're not very good at recording things, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd get that one in early. So, for all yeah. of you that missed the show last week, because somebody somebody forgot, forgot, yeah, yeah, to record it. it. The greatest uh, PCR sports show we've ever done. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. It was a fluke, it absolutely flowed brilliantly. Yeah. This week is just a tribute to the greatest show that there ever was. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's try and better it, eh? Yeah, so. It was, it was an invincible show. <laughs> <laughs> right, so before we uh, start uh, investigating the world of uh, American football, uh, soccer. <laughs> soccer. <laughs> this league, uh, the uh, NFL Super Bowl coming this weekend. But before we go any further, Dipham, have you got any local news for us? I please? certainly have, as always. Just a little bit of a roundup of what's happening in our city here in our great city of Peterborough uh, Peterborough United our local football club has uh, certainly taken uh, an upturn in form of late um, beat, they were beaten by Rotherham before Christmas 4-0 but they've uh, beaten Rotherham 2-1 uh, last weekend so that's again against the top side because they beat Wickham 4-0 the week before who were again a top near the top of the table and that's followed up by a 2-0 win away at Akron Stanley in midweek as well, so yes, on the a real, real run now. The uh, lad that they've got on loan from Bristol City is doing quite well. He's scored two in two. Yeah, Sammy uh, Smodic. If you want, whatever his name is, uh, yeah. I think that's what it is. The striker. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, Peter United doing fantastically well. Uh, I think they're into fourth place now, mm. back into the playoff zone. I, I can believe it this week. 
Um, generally speaking, you know, I said before about England um, cricketers normally do well and the football team do well badly, you know, and it's the same with like being a Arsenal, Forest, and Peterborough supporter. Normally, you don't get all three, or all three won this week. Well. Yeah, so, got a trick. <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, so, on the transfer front, obviously getting close to the deadline uh, tomorrow after tomorrow evening, um, Peterborough have confirmed that Marcus Madison is in talks with. Charlton plus another championship club uh, no longer Birmingham City because the negotiation have broken down with them but it's an unnamed club but Charlton are the other one that are in there so that expect that deal to, to go through at some stage of and that's, that's the cheap cheaper of the two isn't it is it, that's something it's only a few million two and a half linked million. two and a half yeah, apparently yeah. he's got a release clause in his contract yeah for that so because there's um, they've been bandying about um uh, Tonich is it Tony the, Ivan Tony Ivan Tony that's it well, um, a statement from for Peter around Bruno. 9 million sort of thing okay. so yeah. however the statement from Peterborough on that is that uh, when chairman Darren McAntony was asked about uh, will he be in the lineup to face Ipswich on Sunday on Saturday he said 100% he will be mm. so I think that's a simple message that so, he's not going so in. who's playing Ipswich at the weekend <laughs> <laughs> so so he's staying at least in, at least until the summer so. Okay, on to Peterborough. Um, no, Peterborough Pirates. Uh, Pirates, not Pirates, not Pirates anymore, is it? Phantoms, our ice hockey team. Showing your age. I am certainly am. Um, they're again in red hot form. They have stretched their winning run to five matches. So another four pointer, as they call it, weekend last week. Four uh, three after penalty shots against uh, Basingstoke, and then a three one home win on Sunday um, so it's a great time at the moment for Phantoms they're in the second leg of the semi-final of the cup as well tomorrow evening at uh, home to Hull after leading 4-2 from the first leg we covered oh, that live on our show I was going to say they, they decided not to bring it forward for us then no, <laughs> no, no, not, okay. not on this occasion okay. not on this occasion um, so yes yeah, good luck to, to Phantoms tomorrow in, in the, in the uh, cup semi-final against uh, uh, against Hull some statements we've had from uh, the club from Phantoms um, the coach Slava Kulikov has uh, said that the guys have done everything that have done the guys did everything they could and it's not easy to play midweek games with work commitments because you've got to imagine these players are part time Yeah, they're not yeah. full time ice hockey players I was speaking to the, the press officer Tom at uh, the club a few weeks ago and he was just kind of filling me on a few details and kind of I was trying to educate myself on the, on the sport, and he was saying that they are part-time players. They don't, uh, they don't, they're not. You know, it's, it's, the the league in this country isn't like Canada, for example, where you've got professional ice hockey players. You, they have it's to. Their, it's their national sport, isn't it? Exactly, so. exactly. So, um, so yeah, fair play to the to the players. Um, saying that Corey's hat trick was huge in one of the games they played um, in the last last week or so. And uh, obviously, looking ahead to the, the semi-final, he said, "Got to approach the game tomorrow as if it's nil-nil. Still, don't let it affect us in the fact that it's four-two on aggregate. They have to go in there with a clear mind." And uh, they said the guys did extremely well last year and deserved the trophies they won. They had to fight for every trophy because none of the games were so easy. So, again, looking to continue on that trophy run and. and See what they can do, which is absolutely fantastic. It must be difficult because I mean, it's 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 our, that is our league, that is our ice hockey league, isn't it? It's not like uh, we have professional football players and then we have the, uh, the semi pros or the uh, the amateurs that get into the FA Cup. Mm. That is it. 
and they are all well, I guess they're all uh, um, part-timers they all have jobs and play I doubt there's anyone who yes yeah, so Tom, Tom, um, Tom was saying to me that yeah I think the vast majority of players that play in the league anyway are part-timers you get the odd professional playing for the odd club and even then it, it's more like we're kind of I can only liken it if I compare it to football for example we like the MLS of the football right. so you get players coming to the edge of their end of their career that come in here as you know to, to kind of finish off their career so yeah, you get the odd Canadian or the odd East European player that comes here to, to kind of finish their career off in, 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 in England or in the UK probably owns the ice owns the ring probably <laughs> well, we know Peter Cech plays does he does he uh, ex-Arsenal or he certainly played for a while I don't know he's gone to our Chelsea now as a some form of director of football or whatever he does there. Uh, okay. But I think in between he was playing ice hockey. And I think he does. He, I think he plays the league, one league down from what um, Phantoms are in. Oh, wow. So, again, a bit of info I got is, from... Is he a goalminder? Or is he, he... No, he is in goal. He plays in goal. Okay. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, just, you know, you never know. That, isn't he? Well, no, because most, stri- uh, most goalkeepers think they're strikers, don't they? So, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, good luck to to Phantoms uh, tomorrow evening. Come on, Phantoms! Yeah, absolutely, you can do this. Um, in the rugby, we said last week that it was derby, a derby game between the two main rugby. There's got to be another word for a da- than that derby, because derby you think about like Peterborough, Cambridge, to you know, <laughs> or Northampton sort of thing, but they're actually you know. Yeah. Rivals, they're actually in the you know next to each other. I think they are um, well, again one league up, one league down. So it's like mm-hmm. Premier League Championship yeah. type setup. So Lions are the bigger club or the the, the more successful club in terms of positioning compared yeah. to, mm-hmm. to RUFC. However, it's been deemed as being a great advert for local rugby, um, the, as, as said by Lions chairman Andy Moore. Uh, he basically, or basically, what happened was that Lions, uh, who obviously are the the more fancy team was 17 nil down after about half an hour so RUFC went into a, a big lead um, half time it was 17-7 and uh, finally uh, Lions fought back and won 28-7 <laughs> so it sounded like a really fantastic game sounds like a an awesome so, game so <laughs> you know well done to, to our city rugby clubs for, for putting that on uh, putting on that on show yeah um, most definitely exactly and finally, our local bowler who played that most amazing shot that we posted on our social. I actually media. caught the final, the tie, the Did you? tie break. Yeah, yeah. and so, uh, it's the greatest bowl shot of all time. I, I think, think I personally think so. And I, like I said, I don't watch bowls that often, but yeah. even I can understand bowls enough to think that is a worldy of a shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, he was going for the treble at uh, the. Indoor championship, the championships, world indoor championships um, this week. He'd already won the mixed pairs and the open singles. Um, sorry, winning the open pairs and the mixed pairs. He was going for the open single as a as a hat trick, but unfortunately was beaten in the final. Yeah, it's, so it was it was one it, it was one settle and then it went to the tie break. I think it was a close close. It was game, very right? close. I just, yeah. I just think he got his his tactics wrong in the in the tie break. Yeah. So I think if he could have do it, do it over again, he'd he'd play a couple of different shots. Yeah. So the, uh, it was a re- uh, repeat of the 2016 final, which um, uh, our Brett actually won. So uh, no, it was new. They didn't just show the repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of repeats on BBC these days, but that's yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always, always, always reminds me of, of, of my dad when I'm 
He had he unfortunately had Alzheimer's, which is a terrible disease. But he'd want to watch some live sports. So we watched the football and we watched the Champions League when it was on a Wednesday night or Tuesday night on uh, on ITV. And we'd be halfway through the game, and every time we'd go, I've seen this one, and turn it over. Holby City, or something like that. Oh, really? <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, I've seen this one. Mm. <laughs> on 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 um, on local sport again. Our there's a local Peterborough cycle, Peterborough Sports, and uh, football. Football. Back to football. Sorry. Yeah. Called Peterborough Sports. Um, or PSLFC is is the kind of Peterborough Sports and Leisure Football Club. They are one uh, league below the. Southern Conference so obviously you've got Premier League Championship League 1 and League 2 and then you've got the National League whatever it's called National yeah National League and then you've got a North and South version mm-hmm. they're just below the South version of that and they're third in the table only three points behind the, the leaders so there's a chance they could get into the into the Southern Conference um, and in fact they're in the same division now as Rushton Diamonds and they're actually above Rushton Diamonds Oh wow! So Rushton Diamonds, uh, again a regional club that we had in the area that got into the professional, into League Two, may have got into League yeah. One, I can't remember, but certainly League Two. Had a few good FA Cup runs they as did. well, didn't they? It was owned by the Doc Martens person, yeah. and unfortunately then I think they got relegated and then hit some financial difficulties and the club went into administration and then it was a Phoenix club and now it's called AFC Rushton Diamonds. So, but Peterborough or PSLFC are actually above them in their division, So and and outside chance of getting into the Southern Conference hey. which is absolutely an amazing achievement yeah that is that is a big achievement um, have they always been a good side in the region they've certainly gone um, elevated themselves in the last few years they were kind of a, a local kind of Saturday morning side weren't they mm-hmm. you would probably Saturday know. afternoon Saturday afternoon sorry um, playing in what was called the United Counties League yeah um, but they've, they've kind of gone up a couple of steps from there now which right. is absolutely amazing Got two teams from the city in the. Uh, so could have in a, in, imagine in five ten years time could have a local derby with two Peterborough <laughs> football clubs. Wimbledon versus Milton Keynes Dons. No, they wouldn't be as bitter as that. But that's that's uh, you know they're not in the same. They're not in the same area well, no, they're, anymore. They're, they're, the they're, the, they're the same team, but yeah, so, I think the bitterness there is for other reasons, isn't it? Is, yeah. Not. So. So you'd have, you'd have uh, Posh United versus uh, what they call Peterborough Sports, Sports, Sports yeah. and Leisure. Sports and Leisure. Well, Kings Lynn are doing quite well, so they're just yes. up the road. So yeah. they're top of their. I can't. Are they? Is it the national league they're actually in? Or I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember. But it's very, very close to, you know, not far away. Mm. So, but saying about the the Lions and the the Peter Rugby sort of thing being close, do you call it the same? The best one I think this week has been the FA Cup tie between Birmingham and Coventry. Yes. Because, about this. This is fantastic. Cause, cause, cause it's actually going to a replay and both teams just go back to the same ground. Yeah. Because <laughs> Birmingham were actually technically away. So yeah. Birmingham, Birmingham away. fans going to the away end of yeah. their own ground. Yeah. So it's bizarre, isn't it? So and the the the, the strange things with yeah. the changing rooms and Absolutely. everything else. So and uh, I think Mark Robin said he'd do the honourable thing and not park in the manager's parking space. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> so Oh dear, but that's that's just so strange, isn't it? It's it's amazing the fact that they've got a lovely stadium just down the road. Yeah, you why know. are they playing in that? Uh, well, Pip will bring you in on that because he he knows this story because he Coventry. he yeah. yeah he discussed it 
last so season we discussed last year so coventry's ground is owned by a rugby club i believe mm-hmm. now yep and so obviously what's happened highfield road over the years was coventry's then i think through different ownerships or whatever the ground was then um sold to raise capital yep. sold to a rugby club then they have a, a, a lease arrangement with the rugby club so they can play their games and they've got into some sort of wrangle obviously over that and therefore how i'm playing their games at highfield road uh, they played at, and were nearly um, kicked out of the league. Yeah, because they didn't actually have a ground. Yes, and they were playing. Where were they playing before then? Kettering was it? I can't remember. Where no, Kettering. I can't remember. No. So, I tell you, who's got a nice ground though? We were talking about uh, uh, Rushton Diamonds. They rebuilt their stadium when they were pro- around the, just before they became professional. Nen, Nen, they'd call it Nen Park at that part of the world, rather than Nen Park because we call it Nen here and Nen in Northamptonshire. Um, but that's a new, relatively new stadium. I don't know what capacity it is, but it's, it's you know, f- for a kind of a. Are you talking about Rushton? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Been there. One of my players played for him. Yeah, it's a, so I think it's a nice, tidy ground, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know if, do AFC Rushton still play there? I don't know. Okay. It's been a, it, this was a couple of years ago, yeah. I suppose. So. Yeah. so the Rico Arena yeah. is now owned by Wasps. That's it. Who were a London rugby club. Yeah. Who now play. Rugby in Coventry yep. at a stadium which has a massive statue of Jimmy Hill outside. Yes. Bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> Can't get any stranger than that. <laughs> well, didn't know Jimmy Hill liked uh, rugby. Who knows? Hey? <laughs> yes. So, Moving on. <laughs> so, Kings Lynn are in the National North. Yeah. So I know it's a national. Into the national, into the, into the national Conference. Yeah. They're top by four points. Yep. Doing rather well. Mm-hmm. Um, but bizarrely, they're in the north, not the south division. <laughs> mm, so, um, where, do, where, where, do you, where do you do the cut-off, though? So, I mean, there's King's Lynn is Boston quite United north. In the same so, division. Yeah. Um, Kettering Town in the same division. Mm-hmm. So, so, it'd be interesting. Where would... Where would um, P- Peterborough Sports and Leisure go into the south? I guess would they? I have no idea. Technically speaking, Kettering's southern, north, line, isn't it? Aren't we so? more northern than Kings Lynn are? No. Kings Lynn's north. North is it? Kings Lynn's north of us. Okay. Yeah. Northeast. Yeah. No, I know. Obviously, but I wasn't quite sure just, on, on the latitude where it was yeah. above or below Peterborough. Yeah, just just above. Well, north northeast north. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not north northeast. Northeast so north. There's an argument we yeah. could be in north or could be in south. Mm-hmm. Be interesting. Well, somebody's got to be on the line, haven't they? So, so line must be here. Then we must be on the the conference equator. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, Can't right. Stanford playing? Is that UCL? Blue, isn't it? <laughs> Red. <laughs> Red. Okay. I took a stab. It was wrong colour. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, con- uh, well done, Kingsley. So good luck to Kingsley. Good luck to PSLFC. Yep. We'll watch that as as the season progresses and. See how they get on. That is actually quite exciting. Okay. That is exciting, mm-hmm. isn't it? Right, it really is. Any speedway news then? No speedway news. No speed speed season starting in March, as we know. Okay. There is a kind of an exhibition curtain raiser, mm-hmm. um, for or tape raiser, should I say? Not curtain yeah. raiser. When, when, riders yet. when and where? At Do the, you remember? Yes, at the Peterborough Showground. Okay. Uh, in Old Walton. Okay. They have. Last we heard, they had four players, not seven. They were looking out for more players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to we'll know see. if they got the extra players. And then I think they've got Kings Lynn. Riders. 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 Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've got Kings Lynn in the first competitive meet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be good. That, that would have been a big meet. 
Yeah. 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 When I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Probably still is now. Yeah. 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 So when is this? Do you remember? You I don't do. remember. I do remember. He says looking for his paperwork. <laughs> I do remember. It's in March. I told you. Okay, so we got. Oh, we got plenty of time to yeah. advertise it in. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So, um, March the fifteenth is the first competitive action. Right. And that's four days after their um, after the match against or the meet in, in the original kind of like I said curtain raiser. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So. No, beg your pardon. March 15th is the curtain raiser, and four days later is the Kingsland meet. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Jolly good. Keep it on hand. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll monitor that. See how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see so. what's happening. So. I know um, in national rugby, there's been a um, bit of an uproar about the uh, Australian rugby player who's joined the Spanish side now because he got axed from playing rugby union. Yep in uh, Australia because of his outspoken views on homosexuality. Yep. Uh, he's now converted to rugby league and playing in Spain. Yeah, I Catalan. Yep. So I think their fans have made, their fan, their official fan group has made a comment saying that he's not welcome here. So we'll see them to be... Did, Australian, did you say? Here. Well, it seems to be the, well, the thing at the moment. Oh, it's Australia, the Australian Open, isn't it? The tennis. Margaret Court as well. But the Margaret Court thing yeah. with uh, McEnroe and Navratilova yeah. coming out and saying they should rename the stadium. It's but called the, the thing, Margaret Court Arena. Yes. Why wasn't it called the Margaret Court Court? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, why not just call it the Margaret Court? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so I think it's a bit of a tongue twister, currently. The Margaret Court Court. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to get caught out, do you? No. So, vroom, vroom. but uh, but no, they they were talking about wanting to change it to uh, Gulagong, I think. So. Somebody I've never heard of, but apparently a, really? a really big champion. Okay, all. fair enough. You're not a big fan of tennis. No, I'm not. No, she she won the the Grand Slam. I think she's won. I could be wrong here, but I think she's won it four four times. Okay. So um, what so that, and she and she's playing? actually um, homegrown. Yeah. So. Um, Mark wasn't. Uh, uh, Aborigine style. Oh, I see. You mean. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, is it Yvonne Goulagong? Yeah. Tends to. Yes. Yeah. Give you a clue. What sort era of thing. was she playing then? I don't. I can't. It's not that long ago. Oh, okay. But Margaret Court was obviously a long, long time ago. She's now in her seventies, I think. Yeah. And but um, she still holds. But the thing is, the she most... has twenty-four singles, yeah. Grand Slams. She holds records still, doesn't she? She holds. Think, yeah. Serena Williams is one, one behind. behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, Serena Williams has the most um, out of male or female of the Open era okay. or the current era, sort of thing. So. Um, I think Steffi Graf is one behind with yeah. the singles. Um, but, of course, uh, if you're going on all Grand Slam titles, Serena's way ahead because she's won quite a few doubles with her sister. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, true. Yeah. Overall titles, absolutely. Yeah. So, But she obviously failed to to win this one. She went out with too many errors. So, and she was absolutely disgusted with herself because it wasn't very professional. Serena. Yes. Yeah. Or, or Ven- so, Venus. Serena. Venus lost again to Graf yes, uh, she's, early. She's, she lost to... Golf, yep, so in the yeah. in the Coco golf, yes, in the Just first round. So, but um, it's nice because she said, "Oh, you were one of my heroes when she beat her the first time." Yeah, now she beat her again. He's like, "Not that much of a hero." That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's tarnishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not so, as good as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so so but, Williams turned around and said, "You're one of my heroes now." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll be following your career. That's yeah. right. So, um, putting money on it. Yep. Yeah, so, well, they're not probably not allowed, not are they? Allowed. So. Exactly. But uh, there's been a few. Uh, speaking of, there's been a few people banned, isn't there, for betting 
Was it? It's in Scotland. Or in football. Yeah, players betting yes. on. Really? They yeah. Said one player, one player who remained anonymous, said it was quite rife. It is. And uh, when they have an investigation like this, it goes calm for a few weeks and then it kind of builds up again. Yeah. So. Catalan, Catalan Dragons, isn't it? That's it. And they have got a fixture coming up against an English team. And I'm trying to find Is this really. back to rugby? It is quite quickly because, yeah, Catalan, it's against Huddersfield. It's either Wakefield or Huddersfield. It's Wakefield, I think. And they are, uh, Wakefield have decided to make the day that they play uh, Catalan, the Catalan Dragons, uh, on the home stadium, uh, the Wakefield uh, Pride Day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, is it Wigan or is it Wakefield? One of them. It's north, northwest, isn't it? The club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Like some, it's it's going to be their pride. And day. I think um, on social media, Catalan announced the signing of, of the player. And then within half an hour, the club they're playing announced that it was going to be a pride day. Yeah. Uh, he apparently approached that club as well. Did he? They would be interested in signing him. And their manager and uh, uh, owner said this morning he discussed it with his um, he discussed it with his training team. It took about ten seconds to say no. They didn't want anything like that yeah, in, yeah. in their team. Yeah, uh, no, just no, no one like well, that could be that disruptive and everything else. And uh, so uh, then they announced they're having a pride day. So it could be quite a uh, <laughs> because he's you know he's not an absolute superstar. If Cristiano Ronaldo came out with this sort of thing, teams would still sign him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just I I think you have to keep the sport and sports personality yeah. separate sort yeah, of, of thing you know you just sign the player as the player yeah. and say you know stay off Twitter you know stay off social That's media it. you know so the, the trouble account. with Margaret Courts because I was interested in what she actually was accused of saying and uh, so I, I did you know s- spot a couple of things and I kind of thought well that one's not too bad and then I saw the other one and, which I'm obviously going to repeat on air and I thought oh that's a bit yeah. but the trouble is she's fallen into the same trap that Glenn Hoddle did stating their religious beliefs Yeah. and you, you generally speaking I'm not saying Christianity takes uh, bashing more than uh, Islam does but because maybe people are more scared of repercussions with Islam in today's world but it just seems you know it's fair game to have a go at christians when they come out with their beliefs yeah having said that some of their beliefs are kind of like gray area aren't they they're kind it's of it's like it's interpretation, interpretation yeah yeah absolutely. and uh, and to come out with things th- because you think it's the christian thing you know and twisting words and things you just keep it to yourself it's very often in the, the, the delivery i i, I, I believe that you know if you want to have religion you, that's what you go to church for Mm. It's about your religion at church or in your own home. Yes. Whether it's, you know, Islam or uh, Christianity, Buddhism, whatever. Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> it's a, that's a, I know, it's a no-recognised religion. It is, yeah. So if you want to have religion, do it in two places. Your church, um, or your place of worship, I should say, and your house. Mm. You know? Exactly. So there's enough to talk about in the streets without bringing... Your religion into religion, it. politics and yeah. race into it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. On the subject of tennis, Djokovic beating Federer to reach the final. Yeah. So And he and he will play TM. He put he beat Nadal. Yes. So I've been I've kept an eye on TM exactly, exactly. for a while because I used to bet on him. 
did you? So, yeah, because I don't play professional football, so I'm okay. Oh, you're all right, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, although you football, do you? There's, there's a tennis player that's been banned, Sousa, I think, right? because he um, was accused, I think, of fixing games. Really? Yes. What was in, but with tennis, you can only fix your own game, can't you? That's what I mean. But he, lose, he would know lose. the outcome of your own game, wouldn't you? Yeah. So therefore, you know, insider knowledge. Yeah. So you can, you know. But generally, if you're, I don't, I've never heard of that player. Or I think it was someone like. The, what's Sousa, his ranking? I, I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't look. I just caught something. But chances are, if he's playing and he's playing Federer, for example, or Djokovic, if he put a bet on himself to lose, then. Well, this no. This most most of the betting. Um, irregular games, games or irregularities. Um, it's not the Grand Slams. This is um, this is not the the top level professionals. Like the or this whatever. is the, the ATP tour. It's the, yeah. it's the it's the next one down. Right. I can't. I used to watch them and bet on them, but I can't remember the name of the what they are. But um, but that sort of thing that yeah. apparently because there there was a huge investigation because they, apparently they thought match fixing was rife mm. throughout it. And obviously, this guy's been caught and, and yeah. banned from ever playing tennis again. Yeah. So. Federer the other day, though, wasn't he? He fended off seven uh, match. That's points. incredible, isn't it? Seven, seven match points. Yeah. And What's the idiot doing, three. letting seven match points go? Crikey, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting old. They yeah. came through and uh, they came through and won, didn't they? Also, probably took it out of him. Yeah. 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 Today's shouldn't it? That's what we always used to say when you played. If you played one of the uh, Williams sisters. Uh, if you manage to knock one of those out, you guarantee you get one of one in the next round. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. You're out. You're not going to exactly. beat them both. So, um, and in the final for the women's, Muguruza plays. Yes. Uh, Kenin. Yeah. Barty lost the number yes. one yes. home fan sort of thing. Uh, lost in the semis. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, that doesn't really get going till the. That doesn't get going till sort of like the French for us, does it? We, you no, know, you generally sure. because of the time difference, I think. Yeah. So, but anyway, we'll have a quick break. Go to the news, I believe, is it now? No, just a Not break. Bother. Just a break, I think. Just, just a break. break. Yeah, we yeah. don't believe in the news. Our news is, is gospel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no talking religion. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drop the religious uh, verse in there for a moment. Sorry. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to PCR Sports. Morning. What's with all the fruit? Oh, I'm just making some juice. You'll wake the whole house up. They've never liked you since you tried drying your pants in the microwave, remember? If you're, if you're not careful, I'll stick that stupid contraption right up your... Damn you, juicer! Leave juicing to the experts. New Ribena 100% Pure Juices. Made only from concentrated pure fruit juices. The uplifting way to one of your five a day. Peterborough Community Radio. Your city, your station. Welcome to PCR Sports. And we're back in the room. Right then, so... Shane's just bought on a substitute chair. Yeah, I changed chairs, because that one was bending all over the place. What do you mean, back in the room? We never left the room. <laughs> the hypnotizer's going, no. Yeah, yeah. So. The hypnotizer's during the break. Yeah. <laughs> Check your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we've got a uh, big, uh, big sports this weekend. Uh, it's the old uh, Super Bowl. Mm. Um, San Francisco 49ers versus the uh, uh, Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs, it's about 50 years since the Chiefs appeared in the final, isn't it? It certainly is. Um, not the same for the um, 49ers, of course. The uh, no. 49ers, they lost in 2016, I think it was. Um, but having said that... But they used uh, to win it regularly in the 80s and 90s, didn't they? I, I was going to yeah. say it's their home, home it was, I was stadium, innit? The Super Bowl. The 49ers and the Chicago Bears were the sort of two yeah. biggest teams in the mm-hmm. 80s, I remember. Between, between 1981 and 1994, <coughs> the San Francisco uh, 49ers appeared in five... Uh, Super Bowls and mm. won every single one of them. Yeah, they lost to the Baltimore Ravens in 2012. So yeah, it's not bad going, I suppose. I wouldn't mind watching it, but it's just it's on all night. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the, the adverts they made in. If the Niners, <laughs> yeah, if the Niners win the Super Bowl uh, 54. Here's, uh, here, sorry, here's a novelty. Record it. Well, skip the adverts. Yeah, skip the adverts. No, but yeah. then you find out score anyway. So you, you can avoid it. It's American football. It's not going to be everybody's talking about it the next day. No, yeah. it's the halftime entertainment. If I, if I now say I'm going to do that it, on Monday morning at work, he'll come up. I'll, and say, do you know we won. Yeah, <laughs> shout the score at me. I'll, I'll be sending you a text. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually wait until uh, sort of like five. 6 p.m. So when you're getting home, ready to watch it, and I'll send you a text saying, it's just, "Thanks, you've managed to avoid it all yeah, day." And right. then, boom! No spoilers. Oh. No spoilers. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. If, if the 49ers win it, they will then tie with the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers for the most Super Bowl victories in NFL history, and that'll be wow. six, six each. Uh, out of the top ten most watched programs in the whole history of American television, nine of them. Are the Super Bowl? They like their super. They like their they American are. football. The one, the one program that isn't is in second place, and that was the uh, shooting season. at JR Dallas. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was the season finale of Mash. Oh, really? And it was uh, in 2010. It was demoted to second place. Wow! By the Super Bowl. Does it tell you which ones? Which? Do one you know which Super Bowls? Uh, I know which one. Which one knocked it out? Uh, it was the uh, the second most watched sporting event in the world, 100 million people. The Super Bowl uh, XLV in 2010 unseated MASH for, uh, as the most watched show in history. So, so 2010, 2010. Yeah, so that was 106.5 million viewers. Wow. And you still didn't tell us who was in the final? No, I can't tell you. It was, every, okay. it was whoever was in the final in 2010. Okay. I mean, how many people live in America? Is it 400 million or 600 million? I'd, I have a question for you. What happened in the last episode of MASH? <laughs> I didn't watch it. No, did you watch it? Oh, no. No. Did you watch it? No. Uh, probably, but I don't know if I can remember. Oh, okay. To be quite honest, yeah, I, so. Mash. Oh, okay. I never watched a single episode of Mash. I just didn't didn't appeal to me. Oh, it was, oh, it was really good. I preferred Smash rather than Mash. <laughs> or the advert with the still robots. robots. <laughs> poor Smash. Poor Mash gets Smash. Yeah. So <laughs> poor Mash gets Smash. The 2010 Super Bowl uh, was between the New Orleans Saints. Um, yeah. And. Conference Challenge and you were seeing Saints. Who else was it? Was it the forty nine? Indianapolis Colts. Colts. Why was that? Colts. Why was that the biggest to watch? I don't know. Perhaps because they've never done. Possibly it because would you say two thousand and ten? Yeah. That that, you, that could be something to do with uh, overseas. Um, it could be the way the world goes that more and more yeah. uh, stuff is going global, isn't it? So it could be based down to. Uh, did you say American viewers or did you just say? Worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, it just so. said most watched in America, American television, that was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there so. you go. 
don't know. American TV. And although this is Super Bowl, you might have depended. You could have been dependent on who, which pop star was appearing at halftime. It could well be, <laughs> yeah, or whoever was singing the national anthem. At See, the Beyonce beginning. might have been appearing at halftime <laughs> ten years ago. You think Beyonce ten years? No, I say so. Don't know. Madonna. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I thought Madonna, and I thought no, it's, no, that wouldn't have brought in. That would have Madonna would have. So. I don't. I don't mind people's national anthems. It doesn't bother me. I like yeah, hearing them from around the world. Yeah. The one before the Super Bowl, and they always get that person in who seems to think that they have to hold on to the last note of every line and make their voice warble all over the place. Well, the band must be waiting to start the next bit. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I'll just do it. Just get it over with. Never watched it, so. Yeah. So I think the it was New Orleans Saints and Indianapolis Colts in 2010. So mm-hmm. I kind of figure they're probably not two names you think of a lot in the Super Bowl final, no. especially the Colts. I don't think so. much about anybody in the Super Bowl final, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. So you're not so going to be watching it? I will not be watching it. For starters, it's on at the wrong time of night. So, or it's afternoon, a, or evening, a, whenever. Well, hour night, isn't it? Yeah. It's so. Super Bowl 54, but the end of this season was actually apparently to this this was the end of the hundredth season of the uh, American NFL as we know it so they obviously didn't start with a FA Cup final as it were <laughs> at the end of uh, well this isn't see this is their Super Bowl isn't the FA I suppose you could no. call it the FA Cup final but it's not is it no it would be like Liverpool playing Manchester City after the Premier League season's over yeah, it's Assuming a, City finish second. It's because it's such a large country. So many cities play in the game. Yeah. They have so many different leagues. They have individual, like regional divisions for, for four, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So that bit I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched enough films. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if all, all the people won all the different divisions of football yes. uh, in this country and then they all went through to a, a playoffs yes. to play against each other and whoever had the best stats plays off each other in the final. Final, yeah. So you could have Liverpool versus Stamford Daniels or something, I don't know. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> or That'll Peterborough Sports and Leisure, leisure. Like more, more to the point. That's right, yeah. With a form they're on. Yeah. So I, it, it, would, it would be split into four different regions rather than divisions. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so like that would be tough north northwest though, wouldn't it? But don't we have a similar? You've, you've got, you've got the two Manchester sides, like the Johnson Payne Trophy, or whatever it's called now. That is that is split into <laughs> areas. Right, yeah, yeah till the, is it? Till, yeah, till the, uh, yeah, because they do cause now the southern Prem- section Premier and then they're under twenty threes in, don't they? Yeah. Right. Okay. So no, just that's just Jurgen Klopp sending in as under twenty threes in the FA Cup. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I mean. So he just um, yeah. on the subject of American sports, obviously the sad news about Kobe Bryant earlier yeah. in the week yeah sorry but I've never heard of him really hmm? it's based, uh, basketball basketball I'm, don't take any interest He's in basketball the, I think that I'm not bothered about him I'm sorry but I'm more concerned or more sorry for his 13 year old daughter yeah no of course yeah, He's, yeah. yeah absolutely They're well, all the people who, who perished yeah. in the crash and, and, and his two daughters yeah. yeah and Nicholas Parsons 96 this week oh didn't you hear that yeah, yeah oh he's, wow he's died as well has he yeah, yeah. He, he retired from basketball years ago uh, he was ba- that was that was baseball <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. yeah so <laughs> he so. was doing Nicholas Parson did Mr. and Mrs didn't he or something like that Sale of the Century Sale of the Century Sale of the Century before yeah. moving on to uh, Just a Minute okay and he on Radio 4 and he also did uh, uh, he was also in one of the funniest uh, comedy strip presents called Mr. Jolly Lives Next Door Right, uh, with Lady Edmondson and uh, Rick Mail, which is worth hunting down yeah. uh, and watching for you. Yes. Hunting, finally, that's a sport. So I'm glad we're still on the sports <laughs> hunting. show. Hunting's hunting. a sport. Hunting, yeah. Hunting is classed as a sport. What, killing animals? Hmm? 
Yes, that is actually classed as a sport. Really? Yes. That Very is technically... Sport, is that's, no, I didn't. I don't agree with that, obviously, but just the fact that we were suddenly... This is a, a sports show, yeah. and we're talking about Nicholas, Nicholas Parsons, Parsons. Well, no, and Parsons. And he mentioned... He mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned hunting, and I'm I like, mean, just to bring it back on the sports. sports so vibe by it's talking like, about Kobe Bryant, and you, know, you so, threw in Nicholas so. Parsons. Well, you, you know, no, no offence to the guy, but you can mention about the 170 people that have died from the... Cora, coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah. And why all the footballers in China are yeah, trying to get. Super League's actually stopped operating, hasn't it? They have. Yeah. They've cancelled it and, and all the footballers are trying to get home. Yes. To, or loan moves to other clubs. Yeah. Wow. So, because apparently, believe it or not, Solomon Rondon is being linked with Manchester United. How, really? how the mighty have fallen. That's exactly what I thought when they mentioned it earlier. I'm I mean, thinking that's, that's that's awful. Yeah, These yeah. reports are coming out. They've just signed the sporting Lisbon midfielder Bruno Fernandes, all yes. thanks to uh, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Apparently, it's all due, all due to him. What is his agent now? I don't know. Apparently, he was influential in making the move happen. He was um, being linked with Barcelona, I think, weren't he? They were going to come in and usurp the deal, mm. but that was because they wanted to. Barcelona wanted to sign him and loan him to Valencia. So they could sign Valencia's striker as part of the deal, and then the Valen- they said, "No, you're not having the Valencia striker." Yeah. So Barcelona says, "Oh, never mind then." So, but that's yeah. Sorry, you were talking, and we kind of went off track. No, I was just saying, obviously, just that knowledge—the fact that Kobe Bryant, uh, an absolute legend of the basketball game, yeah, he was passed mm-hmm. away in that awful. Um, helicopter crash again like say with his daughter and, and, and friends in there as well a total of nine people I think mm-hmm. but I think as a sports legend I think he's up there with the biggest of any a biggest legend in any sport you know? oh, so biggest yeah because he's a basketball player so yeah, he'd be, he'd be, um, yeah. I think from, from my point of view I think again growing up and you don't hear or watch much basketball over here because it's an, mainly an American sport or but you know it's not even the top two what isn't uh, basketball generally? The the two favourites in America are baseball and oh, yeah, no, American absolutely. football, isn't it? So, but yeah, I think um, Michael Jordan is the one. Obviously, you always hear of. And then I remember watching. I can't remember which Olympics it was, but you had the Olympics with Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and and all them players at that time playing in one. I think but was um, playing in one one tournament, if you like, and it was like almost watching exhibition basketball, and they they. Rob to to win it sort of thing, and uh, but I think Kobe Bryant has probably since Michael Jordan has probably been the next biggest oh, yeah. um, star in that sport. I have heard the name Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully he probably wore some yeah. of his clothes or something. No, or his and trainers. Dennis Rodman and stuff as well, wasn't Dennis one? Rodman? Yeah, <coughs> he was like the punk. Of his yeah, he was in a film with Jean Claude Van Jack. Damn, that's enough of that though. <laughs> that was that was not worth talking. And about. at the moment, LeBron James is is obviously yeah. up there as well. But so yeah, so obviously sad when anyone dies, but you know. Because he's a public figure and a, and this is a sports show and he's a sports person, it's yep. uh, only right. To write he's to just him. had a go at me for mentioning Nicholas Parsons. <laughs> I wasn't having <laughs> on the trans- actually on football transfer. Sheffield United, I think this is quite a coup. Twenty-two million. Twenty-two million for Sander Berg mm. from Genk, and he's been linked with some quite a few big clubs. He's a, a central midfielder, sort of defensive, sort of deep line playmaker type player and yep. I think that's a great purchase for them no Sheffield United signed a defensive midfielder so they're also apparently they're after um, Ravel Morrison 
Hey? No, 22. 22. Ooh. Yeah. Is um, he still playing? I know. In other news. Well, I've got another another news. In a I've got another other news. Yeah, yeah go on. I was Carry on. Say, um, I can't remember who he is. Is it Aston Villa? Somebody is after um, Adebayor at the age of 35. For a start, I didn't think Adebayor was still 35. I thought he was 40-something. And in, in real other news, Adebayor is still playing football. <laughs> Solomon Kalou? Oh, yeah. Is he in China? Uh, I don't know. I didn't even know he was still playing football, but apparently he's been linked with the Premier League club. Yeah, I think it must be China. So They're all bailing, they're out, all of bailing out of China. Uh, you yeah. can't blame them. So, you know, you just wonder what the Chinese... West Ham wants Salomon Kalu. There you go. So, West Ham want everybody. Yeah. Because they're in trouble. So... Oh, he actually plays for Hertha Berlin. Really? Yes. Kalu does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's 34 years old. Yeah, hence why I thought he'd retire because I thought he must be getting on. He's one of that that old Chelsea guard of the Drogba's and all that sort of thing, mm. isn't it? So. He's got to be older than thirty-five. No, he's thirty-five. Goodness me! Yeah, he is thirty-five, and he plays for Kaiser Kaiserspor in Turkey. And who did you say he's been linked with? Villa. Yeah. Well, if he scores for Villa against Arsenal at that age, I guarantee he's not going to run the whole... Villa and Brighton are chasing him. Okay, I'm guaranteed he's not going to run the length of the pitch to celebrate in front of the others. He won't run out of the area. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Daniel Sturridge has been linked with Aston Villa as well. £4.2 million. He's playing at Trabzonspor in Turkey. He's playing too. Playing all right, actually. I think he's scoring. He's actually playing? Yes. No, he's playing. He's scored a few goals as well. Uh, You know, if he comes over here and gets injured within the first two weeks, he's never going to play in England again. (laughs) So... So, so, yeah, so transfer deadline is tomorrow. So, yeah, I was about to say about um, Sturridge. He's changed, he's turned his uh, injury woes around, apparently, by turning vegan. He's found that incredibly okay. helpful. He's uh, helped no end. Um, yes. And he's been very consistent in Turkey and playing very well. And the coronavirus... He, is he's, a vegan, he's a vegan playing in Turkey. <laughs> Messi's a vegan. Is he really? Yeah. Mm. So is, uh, I think, Djokovic. Um... See, that's why I'm not top class. I'm only vegetarian. Yeah, me too. So I need to change to being. You didn't say meat too, did you? Yeah. <laughs> not meat too. <laughs> okay, me too. Um, yeah, you want to watch Game Changers? Oh, don't start. Don't start. So yeah, yeah, about animal protein, yeah. uh, about plant protein versus animal protein. Right before we get on to football, then I just like was it, was there any other sporting things that you noticed this week? Because the highlight for me was there was a um, some sort of sportsmanship for me. The under nineteens cricket World Cup. Okay. West Indies versus New Zealand. One of the West Indies batsmen uh, got injured, so he retired. Okay. And then obviously, I mean, I, I apologise if I get this story wrong, but um, obviously his team need him, and he came back out to play to mm-hmm. bat, and he got out on ninety nine, and the New Zealand players carried him off the pitch. Oh wow. So, because obviously he was injured. Yeah, yeah. So, well, fair play. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So for me, that's the highlight. That's sportsmanship for you. Yeah, yeah. So, whether well, just rubbing it in because he only got ninety nine and not hundred, but yeah. you know. So, but yeah, that was to me. That's you know, I like little stories like that. It's nice. No, it's good. Yeah, it just yeah shows you that sportsmanship is still, still alive. Around. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. um, we watch the Premier League and <laughs> you know. <laughs> Although, again, watching the Shrewsbury Liverpool game, I missed VAR. I actually missed VAR. Mainly because there was probably a couple of decisions that should have gone Liverpool's way. But that, would, that would have been a free kick, not a penalty. Absolutely. I, I, and we would have had a handball in the first half. I didn't miss VAR because I didn't watch the game. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I did see um, 
the penalty incident last night, the West Ham versus Liverpool game. When Origi got... Because uh, I, I, I don't know why I'm suddenly thinking of the Tom Daly advert. Tom Daly's in an advert on TV, so he's your diving coach, isn't he? No, he's so, not. But he obviously wasn't needed then because not only did one guy have a go at is it Origi's yeah. shins? The yeah. other guy decided to have a, have a hack of uh, Origi's shins. So, for once, I agree that a Liverpool player didn't die. And I was like, no wonder West Ham are in trouble if, you know, they're ganging up to kick people's shins. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. So. I would just say, actually, you got uh, some news just come in that um, the. Uh, Women's Olympic qualifier tournament for the football, which is, uh, was moved from China to Australia and seen as a great coup for uh, Australia, um, is now in doubt again because the uh, Chinese women team will be required to remain in quarantine beyond the start of the actual scheduled tournament. So they don't. Know so they've already flown to Australia. They're going to get. They'll be taken to Australia, but the Australia is saying they'll have to remain in quarantine uh, for a number of days. Um, could, make sure that they're away, safe from the coronavirus. Australia could, won't let you bring an apple into the country. No. Could Stop this could, could this be another Denmark situation then? Yes. So get a team off the beach to come in and yeah. win a tournament. <laughs> so <laughs> to replace place a team. So, so, uh, they're in discussion with that at the moment. Uh, ticket sales have been halted and will not go ahead uh, until a decision's been made. Uh, yeah, they said you could play in Thailand and China. Oh, it's harsh. It's now been moved to Australia to, because of the virus. It's a World Cup, is it? Did you say? Or it's the uh, Olympics, the ladies' Olympics. Right. Football. Okay, it's qualifiers. Yep, of course. So uh, they'll they'll play that another time. Then surely, <coughs> they, they, I mean, they've got enough time before yeah, the Olympics hope, to yeah, yeah. to reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. Time to so yeah. yeah still, so yeah. speaking of women's sport, um, didn't I read somewhere this oh, was it football? Um, there is a woman that's become the first Indian player I'm reading it now oh there you go I'll tell you what <laughs> over to Dipan with some breaking yeah, news absolutely because <laughs> I was so in, India's top scorer Bala Devi uh, has scored 52 goals in 58 games for the for her country uh, and has scored over 100 domestic goals and at the age of 29 she's been playing for Manipur Police Sports Club and has joined Glasgow Rangers on an 18-month contract. Yes. Uh, to be, becomes the first... First uh, Indian woman to, Indian play, to play professional football. Yeah, in, yeah. in, 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 in Europe, I think. Well, or in, certainly in the UK. Yeah. saying, to play in Europe with one of the world's biggest clubs is something I could never have ever dreamed of. I hope my move to Rangers serves as an example to all women footballers back home in India who dream of taking up the sport professionally. Well, can, can you say that again, the bit, first bit? The biggest club. So <laughs> no, basically, no, no, she, so who's she going to after Rangers? <laughs> she did say, I think she said um, one of the biggest clubs. Oh, okay, yeah. So Stephen Gerrard's seen enough of the uh, strikers in the league. He's now signed a woman. Well, they've, they're, they're, I think well, they're Jermaine Defoe's injured, isn't he? <laughs> so. In fact, they're making Defoe's move permanent in the summer, aren't they? Mm. Are they? Yes. And today I was reading they're taking on Georgie Haji's son on loan for the rest of the season. Yes, he's uh, he's one of the stars of the under twenty ones. Yes, Romanians, and he plays for. But that's because his dad Genk picks. As well, he? His dad picks the team. Does he play for <laughs> Genk as well? Possibly. So. So. Oh, is Genk season season over or something? I don't know. It must Norway. Yeah, it might be actually. It's <laughs> losing most of their players at the so moment. Is that Belgium? So Genk uh, is no. Uh, yes. Was it Norway? It's Belgium. No, it's Belgium. Yeah, yes, that'll still be, no, still, still, still be going then. It'll be still going. So. Um, a lot of their players now they're out of the Champions League well, so. perhaps the Champions League is what 
Well, like at Salzburg, we bought um, Minamino and uh, Haaland's gone to Dortmund. Yeah, he's doing well. He's got five goals in two games. I, I was going to mention a, that. Yeah, he's, brace. he's actually got a sixty-eight million pound buyout clause, which, is, yeah. which can be activated in the summer. In twenty no twenty twenty one. Oh, is it the twenty? Yeah, oh, okay. But really? Yeah. So I can't believe because he was snapped up for less than around twenty million quid. I'm but like, that's that's probably why because he's got a release clause. You know, they are in Germany. They are big on promoting players. Yeah. Uh, educating players. Mm. Um, they're not into the cutthroat like the Premier League is. Mm. So. But he's. I mean, I can't believe somebody in the Premier League didn't try to get him. No. But I think it sounded like there was some sort of sensible sort of agreement there or sort of process they said look he, they've sent him to Germany to continue his development Education, because they yeah. know that that's probably his best yeah. place because I think you know coming to, to the Premier League and the hustle bustle of that he's probably I wouldn't want to play for Man United at the moment so was it Man United he was, he was just linked with he was linked with yeah because of Alfinger yeah. Haaland uh, Alfinger yeah. Haaland and uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yes yeah so um, but it's just you just what's going on at Man United it's just they're they can win games like they did last night against mm. City with one shot and that was a free kick mm-hmm. you know but for the most part they're you know he's lose four win one mm. just to keep him yeah. ha- hanging on to his fingertips yeah you know so Solskjaer, uh, Solskjaer was very vocal last night there's been several reports of things he shouted out uh, mostly at Le- uh, Jesse Lingard apparently and at what point he warned him do he's, that again, you're off. Yes, with an expletive <laughs> thrown in. Mm. Yes, I thought, wonder what he meant by do that again, you're off. Um, uh, stop running. Because <laughs> that's what he does. That's the Lingard's game. He runs. I remember an England game. He was he was substituted and the commentator said, he's covered every blade of grass. And I'm thinking, I'd hate for a commentator to say that about yes. my performance. Yeah. He ran around a lot, <laughs> basically. Exactly. Surely that's a basic need in football, anyway. It is, you know. So, I'm, yeah, I've never been one of his biggest fans. Yeah. And um, especially since he always seems to score against Arsenal as well. Mm. But um, he's just, he's a poor man's Frank Lampard. And yeah. that's saying something. He's not even that, is he? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not a big fan of Frank Lampard, but he's a poor man's Frank Lampard. Yeah. He does nothing and then pops up with a goal sort of thing every now and again sneaks yeah. in yeah, Lingo, but he, um, apparently it was uh, he, he, he was uh, losing the ball quite a lot he does he sorry but he does and, uh, and he shouted at him did, do that again you're off did you see that ridiculous bit of play when David Silva got the ball around the penalty spot maybe even closer and he passed it back he squared it yeah and he had all he literally was front on with the goal where the penalty spot is he Maybe I think there's yeah. two players on the line, or, or, but there's certainly enough space to score, slot it away, uh-huh. and he squared it. Yeah, wow. I I had to rub my eyes and check that I wasn't watching Arsenal. It was definitely blue shirts and not. Pep drill into him about passing the ball. I know, but David Silva does like to pass the ball. Yeah, but not when you've got a chance to score. Yeah, but he he probably fancied his teammate to do better than him himself. So because he'd not been on the pitch long, had he? So at the time, so. But Clearly, he's on a bigger bonus for assist than he's for scoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's what you'd think, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You put you put all your players like you get you get one grand for scoring a goal, you get five grand for to an assist. Yeah, yeah. And you spot the Man City players. There's six of them. Like 
they've broken. Yeah. The rest of the Man U players yeah. are just standing on the halfway line because they can't be asked, <laughs> and all the Man City ones are just passing to each other in the penalty area. Yeah, yeah. Just the goalkeeper beat the goalkeeper sat down and they're still passing it between <laughs> each right, other. You score, no, you, you score, score, no, you score. <laughs> That's probably what the situation with the Perez Henry penalty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So no one got a bonus for that one. No, that's right. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so uh, United made a couple of signings. Uh, do you expect any of the big signings to go uh, transfers before tomorrow? Not right. Really. There was just before I came out. Um, Sky Sports News was talking about the top three, uh, not the top three, but three of the top sides are all on the hunt for a striker. Tottenham, Man United, and Chelsea. Chelsea. Cavani's been heavily linked, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Cavani's off to, He's to Athletic, Athletic, Athletic Madrid. Madrid. I think. Yeah. Has he? So, well, he hasn't yeah. completed the move yet. No, but that's that's more or less done. Yeah. You know, and Cavani doesn't want to come to England. I don't think no, so. No. Um, obviously, Barcelona are interested in a striker because Suarez is out as well. Yes. Yep. So you're yeah, talking really you're great. talking at least four top clubs. Yeah, Barcelona apparently looking for a striker. Made a hundred euro, hundred million euro. Yeah, eighty five million for. Yeah, a veteran. No, no, I don't you, like you, that can, you can close your eyes. They don't have to be that wide open there, boy. So I can believe that one. Said no. I know. And Everton just turned around flatly, just went no. That would have been more than double their money. So, yes, because he, he cost 40 million, I think, yeah. didn't he? So. so that would have given some funds to um, Ancelotti to yeah, rebuild. But, but, but the thing is, Everton has spent well over 100 million try, in the last couple of seasons trying to build a side. You don't then suddenly dismantle it. Mm. Even if you've got a new manager in, you kind of like, you think. Let's get these guys working together, yeah. and Richardson's one of the guys that's, you know, you know, one of the good eggs in the yeah. basket sort of thing. So you definitely want to keep him, so and build around him because he does look Everton's best player. Yeah, when he's on form, and and like Jesse Lingard, he runs around a lot, <laughs> so which is always good for a striker. Yeah. So, um, but it'd be interesting to see. I think most of most of the sides have got what they wanted. I mean, I was you know, on, on cloud nine for a while and then back down in the doldrums and back up to cloud nine again because yeah. Arsenal was signing um, Pablo Mari, the six foot three centre-half from Flamengo, okay. Spanish 26-year-old. Mm. And I got really excited when I, you know, read up on him sort of thing. And then it was like the typical Arsenal of, well, they've changed the terms of the deal and he's flown back to Brazil. And I'm thinking, well, this is typical Arsenal. You know they, they just you What's know going on, yeah. they've 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 they find a decent centre half and they you know but now they when I come home yesterday boom signed so um, something like a four million pound loan fee with the option eight million option of buying him in the summer yeah um, but he, from all accounts he's he was in the Brazilian league team of the season last year he played against Liverpool in the cup final. And so he couldn't be that bad, no. considering the fact that you know you guys struggled to break him down in that final. Yeah, so, we did actually. Yeah, so I think I think he could actually be a really good signing. So he was at Man City for three seasons, didn't play a single game. Really? Yeah, he went on loan Jeez. to teams around. I think he was at Sevilla at one point, and then yeah, yeah. then he was sold to Flamengo, I think it was, and um, yeah, and now he's at Arsenal. So and they're also looking at the Southampton right back. Yeah. Or they, they will be signing yeah, Southampton. Because I think Southampton are getting... Who are they getting? I forgot who they're getting. Walker Peters. That's it, Walker Peters on loan. Yeah. No obligation to buy, but that no. means they can release Suarez to Arsenal. Uh, for Danny, about five million, that'd be a good buy. And Danny Rose is going to... Newcastle. Newcastle. 
So there's a lot of defenders yeah. there moving around there at are. the moment. A lot of over so. 30s potentially on the move. Like Cavani, we mentioned it's a, already. Well, there are a lot of strange loan deals as well, really. Because yeah. you think Danny Rose going and Suarez going to yeah. Arsenal. Because Arsenal are apparently going to pay something like £4 million to loan him till the end of the season. And then buy him on a... Or sign him on a free transfer in the summer. Because he's out of contract well, in the summer. for £5 million now. I, I, I think... I no idea. I don't know how these things work. But um, it might not be four million. It might only be three. But you know, because you think you'd buy him on five million now, pay five million now, and put him on a two and a half, three year contract, or whatever. Because when if you bought a loan, him for five depends million. on when they sign him, I suppose. Because it, it's supposed to be. I mean, when he's when his contract, when does his contract run out? That's the thing. If he if he was Obviously, a late yeah. signing. Yeah. Sort of thing, no, but then they but I've but if no you idea. loan him now for five million quid, he could yeah. walk away in someone you've lost five million quid. But if you pay five million quid as a transfer fee, now you could put him on a well, no, because I think I think most of the uh ideas of trying uh loan fees they're all going to be like that anyway, aren't they? Yeah. So if you want to sign somebody, mm. I mean, I'm assuming he's, he's a right back, isn't he? So he's covered for Bellerin, yeah, which kind of makes Maitland Niles think, well, I can't get in midfield, I've been playing at right back, but now I can't even yeah, get yeah. in at right back. So, but it's strange, but yeah, there's there's a lot of fullbacks and. Yes. Being Rose has gone to Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Lazio now entered the Giroud race. Giroud, yeah. Yeah, for the Giroud. Two and a half year contract, apparently. Yeah. T- personal terms have more or less he been sorted. Somewhere he'll play because of the. He turned Dune down. Dune. He turned down. Newcastle. Did he? Yeah. Dune to Dune. So I just just came on there instinctively. Yeah. I mean that that won't be a bad one for Spurs. Uh, he was linked with Spurs, but apparently someone says, oh, Chelsea won't send him to Spurs for the rivals for fourth place. Mm. Uh, and the fact that, you know, because he'd like to stay in London, obviously. How to alienate himself in North London by playing for Chelsea, Spurs and Arsenal. Yeah, where do you live, Giroud? Uh, Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. I have to commute every day because I'm, I'm for dead live. Safety. So, for my own safety. And that reminds me of something which is absolutely scandalous. Um, Woodward's home. Yeah, getting firebombed. Ridiculous. You know, you no matter whether you blame him, there is no way. Like for example, Mustafi got injured. Yes, looks a serious injury. I've not heard the report of it. Um, I'm not cheering that Mustafi's not playing no, for you a joke while. About him when you, I you know, I'd never wish an injury no. on a player. Yeah, you know, it's their career. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, whether exactly. I want the manager to turn around and say, "You're not for me." Mm. You know, see it. Yeah, like the fans absolutely. and say, "You're not for me." Yeah, exactly, and make the right decision. Yeah. But I, don't, I wouldn't wish an injury on no, him. No, and no. you don't take stuff outside the, the pitch. You don't no, no. go to somebody's house and firebomb it. Plus, when they've got, he's got a young family, so I think he's got twin daughters. Yeah, fortunately, none of them were there. No one no, was, was at home. home so, yeah. Yeah. normally, when a footballer's not home, they just get burgled. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, it's disgraceful, isn't it? So, it is. It is. Um, There's no place for it. Brighton have uh, let their defender, Gatan Bongo. Yes, he's gone to Nottingham Forest. He certainly has. Yeah, yes. In close terms. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad player, mm-hmm. actually, to be honest. Um, well, Nottingham Forest have signed somebody else that's pretty good as well, but I can't remember who it is. We've sold um, our left-back to Sheffield United. So, yeah. Robertson. Yeah. So, that'll be interesting. So That is an interesting one. Manchester United have apparently been offered the chance to sign Willie and Jose on loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From Real Social. The striker. Yeah. Yeah. Because after a striker, as we know... Mm-hmm. But apparently, this has upset Tottenham a lot because they have been in, in talks for uh, signing the Brazilian forward for quite a while yep. with Real Sociedad. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's this this is down to agents. You just can't trust agents. You I know, mean, I think they're offering on loan to uh, um, Manchester United to get Tottenham to pay the fee that they want 
possibly. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I mm-hmm. would imagine. Yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how that Well, goes. the best way to work with Daniel Levy is to... Is it Daniel Levy? Uh, yes. This is Daniel, yeah. yeah. The best way is to th- threaten him, basically, isn't it? So just like, well, you're not going to get what you want. Because he's he's refusing to sign certain players for this, that and the other. And it's, at some point, it is going to affect Tottenham. You know? Mm. So I, you can't currently blame him for anything. He's no. been, you know, well and above the call of duty for what he's done yeah, for yeah. the club. But at some point, you just think, you, if you want to progress to the next level... yeah. He's That's going to it. come and bite you in the backside. Christian Eriksen completely moved to Inter Milan, didn't he? Yeah, and again, oh, Daniel Daniel no, Levy he once. Daniel Levy held out for the yeah. the fee that he wanted. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting because everyone knows United are after a striker. Yeah, and Spurs and Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea been linked with Dries Mertens from Napoli. He's a, he's a good player, but he's again he's thirty two. Yeah. yeah, United linked with Rakitic, who's thirty one. Thomas Muller, who's thirty. Yes, well, Man United get linked with everybody, don't they? So, um, I'm, so su- I'm surprised they've not been linked with Aubameyang. Yeah. So, yeah, AC Milan are out there signing stuff at the moment as well, aren't they? Um, Italian, where's our Italian correspondent? Because Italian they, football is really strange at the moment. They, they <laughs> seem to. It used to be way back. It used to be retiring people like Gianfranco Zola being a prime example. Viali finishing their careers mm. in England after a stellar career in Italy. Yeah. Now it seems to be the other way around, where all our people that are finishing their careers are popping over to Italy to play, and they're buying them by the bucket loads. I mean, <laughs> well, in, Inter Milan are Inter, buying in, most of them. Inter Milan have bought 50 players <laughs> in this <laughs> uh, year to play. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, Anthony Robinson. Yeah? Sorry? Anthony Robinson, the uh, famous fullback from Wigan Athletic. Yeah. He's just gone to AC Milan in a 10 million deal. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we need to get Elio on quick. And they're seeing that as uh, apparently AC Milan are world chef. This is How a old is he? Business. 31. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. So, um, yeah, I read that one as well. I just, you just, you wonder about, is this why Juventus, because Juventus are not buying these players. No. And Juventus are hammering everybody else. Mm. And if they're buying Wigan players, no disrespect to, you know, up-and-coming youngsters at Wigan, maybe, if he thought what he is, you kind of think, well, that's why. You know, I mean, let's face it, Olivier Giroud's had his... He's, he's, he wants to move so he can play in the uh, Euros, doesn't he? So he get back in the French squad. But you're kind of thinking, you know, he's, he's coming to the twilight of his career. And to go to Lazio... You know, for two and a half years, contract. You just, yeah. So. See, Ricardo Rodriguez has left Macy Milan, joined PSV Eindhoven on a temporary basis, uh, and uh, Van Halen is going to stay at Palace. Okay. So, we keep you updated any more as they come in. Yeah. Well, there's there's news of uh, Chan, the ex Liverpool player, coming over back over to England, isn't there? Being linked with, I think Arsenal at one point, and, and Manchester United. And Manchester United. Apparently turned down but he turned Manchester Man United because of Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm not sure I want him, considering I I thought it was a really good move when he went on a freebie to Juventus. Just doesn't work out for him, has he? But no. you're kind of thinking, as he he's lost his way, because you know, I mean, a, per, a person. I mean, at the time he was actually good for Liverpool, but I think we Liverpool as a club has progressed now, and I think I wouldn't personally want him back at this point in time. It's, it's weird that when uh, he left, I thought it was, it was a bit of a disappointment. And also when um, uh, Phil C left, 
Phil Coutinho went. Yeah. Uh, it's a disappointment. But well, you look at the way the squad plays now and the money we used for, for we so got to, for yeah. to buy. That's, that's the thing that struck me in the week. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, would Liverpool be the same side if Coutinho had stayed? Do you think they'd be... I don't think we... I think with Coutinho... We because he'd gone the way the Liverpool f- play now. Yeah, he'd gone from the front three to the midfield three, hadn't he? Yeah, towards the end there, absolutely. And I think the way Liverpool play now is maybe Mane, Mane, Salah accepted. I think other than that, there's not. We don't dribble the ball, do we? It's quick passing, get the ball moving as quickly as possible. Whereas Coutinho liked a ball at his feet. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. You know, he's not one to to. To move the play quick enough, do you mean? Interestingly, Harvey Elliott's the same. There's a couple of times against Shrewsbury when he clearly said to people, "To my feet, yeah, you know, he can't. He's not going to chase after it. Not no. that he wouldn't. You know, he did give it a go, but it's always I want it to my feet. Well, only because he's smaller than me. <laughs> he scored an amazing volley. Yesterday. He did that overhead kick. It was absolutely yeah. wonderful. Wonderful goal. Um, well, well, whilst we're on Liverpool, then, mm-hmm. and you two being, you know, quite Liverpool fans. Um, Jurgen Klopp saying that I'm going to honour the winter break, let everybody have the two weeks, and also uh, I'm not going to be there either. So your feelings on that? I think uh, the Premier League and the FA need to get themselves in order or together. It's, it's, it's all right for one of them to say one thing and then the other say you can't do that. You know, it's... Well, the dates for the replays were put down. So if Jurgen Klopp wanted to actually have those two weeks off, perhaps he shouldn't have had this week off against Shrewsbury and played some you know, more senior players. Who have you got next? Southampton. Oh, you had, sorry, you had West Ham yeah. last night. Mm. Yeah. So, want um, to shoot him. Southampton on. this weekend, didn't we? Yeah. Now, I th- it wouldn't surprise me if, it's a, the, a lot of the young kids play as they played on Sunday. I think um, it'd be the sort of side we put out against Aston Villa in a Caribou Cup. That's what the, that's it won't what be, the talk be is. The Everton type side that we put I out. I think it could be that that type of, that type of team. But I could also possibly see having look at looking at the game. Uh, Lovren and Fabino need more time, need more games. It. I mean, it. What I, I think what's happened know. is that Klopp has said to the first team squad. You you got this break. Do what you want. We're not even going away for a training camp. It's just like players have got time off with their families. Whatever they want to do, it's their choice. Mm-hmm. Now, one option, I think Klopp is a doing it out of principle because saying if we're getting a winter break, we should honour it, and and the the various footballing bodies should speak to each other so that that happens. I think that's his, his angle. I think uh, overall, I think the thing that has and not this particular in- instance, but overall, I think. Since Klopp has arrived, we as a club have neglected the domestic cups. We've we've always focused on the on the Premier League and the Champions League uh, and Europa before then. That's a little bit frustrating for me as a as a fan because I think you know a, a, a tr- you know a trip to Wembley Cup final is always and, and we had a cup final at Wembley with the League Cup with Klopp, didn't we? Yeah. Is but there's just one thing. You won the Champions League. Yes. Last season, okay. Probably because you prioritised the league yeah, and the Champions course. League. Pep Guardiola is about to win his third Carabao or League Cup in a tr- on the trot. Yeah. Okay. But they've been nowhere near in the Champions League mm. because they're playing too much football. Maybe. Maybe. You know, because maybe. they take that competition seriously. Mm. Um, but you they know, did win a domestic treble last season. They did. 
you know so <coughs> they are trying much harder in the, for the Champions League this year I think but they've got Real Madrid coming to them yeah which is no because Real Madrid are there actually are, there in form yeah there are, there are no easy once you get to this stage well the next round you, there's you know generally not going to be any easy games no, so, really. so so I think in answer to what you're saying about Klopp and the decision on, I think it's a correct decision on principle but like I said not this particular one but overall I think we neglect the cups which I don't personally like because you're a fan yeah fans do not like you to they want to win everything that's right yeah, of course. so they want a better so I'm I think my, what, what my first think? instinct was um, the fact that he's going to put his under 23s out against Shrewsbury in mm-hmm. the second round so surely um, you put the under 23 manager you let him run the team because he knows them best and he doesn't know them but they're the well, under you mean the first game against Shrewsbury no the, the one coming at the replay that's what he's doing yeah yeah he's going to play the yeah. under 23s and he's going to let the under 23 manage which makes sense because he knows yeah. he knows the players and I'm thinking but he should know the players because he should be looking at these kids mm. as to bring them into the first team well, so he should know you can look team. at it two ways you so I, I would say that his duty as Liverpool manager in an FA Cup game is to be in the dugout whether he's actually assistant to the under 23 coach or not Fair enough, but he should be in that. You got two, yeah, two ways you can, you can look at it that way, like you say, which is which is a valid point. The other way you could look at it is that he's empowered and he trusts the under twenty three manager and the players because they've got the closest relationship. They know what they're all about mm-hmm. and they can do what they. Well, it's it's out of his hands, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. they they're coached by the under twenty three coach. Yeah. Okay. He knows which one's the best player to bring on as a substitute. So Jurgen Klopp's not going to have some of his stars sat on the bench and go right. We need to bring this guy on. We need to bring this guy on. Mm. So well, basically, when, when it's, you Curtis know. Jones said recently, and and, and Trent said the same um, that when he was when they were playing when Trent was first playing in the under twenty threes, Brewster said the same thing as well. Um, Klopp is always there. He does know what's going on. He, he gets, does get involved and shift them about and even when they're out on loan they get, they're staying in touch and they, mm-hmm. he, he gives them a ring mm. um, and the club does stay in touch with them generally anyway but they do get that personal touch from clock, clock. so I do think he knows what's going on and what the players are doing um, I think he's just having one of those moments that people have where it's like you said well, you want us to have a break, so I'm having a break. Yeah, I think he's a little bit of petulance. So I, this I think he's doing it out of principle. I think on this yeah. one, I, and, and I've never been his biggest fan. This is the reason I, you know, would rather have Man City win the title than Liverpool, and because of the style of football. But um, <laughs> but not this season, obviously. Um, but um, I just, I've never been a big fan of Klopp, and I just, I again, and this kind of sums up his character to me, and I just. I just felt it's like well that's that's typical. All the manager, uh, one manager is not going to make a change if he comes around because he's done it with the, he did it with the League Cup. He played the youngsters because that was a one-off because, because we were in the World you, Cup. Yeah, we had no but, choice there. Yeah, I agree because let's face it, Manu pulled out of the FA Cup hmm. to go and play in the yeah. first one yeah. when they were told that they had to play in it. Yeah. So. Um, which is fair enough. You cannot be expected to play two competitions mm. in on, on different continents in the space of a couple of days. Yeah, you know, well, twenty-four with, hours it was. Twenty-four hours, yeah. So with you know, so what do you do? Mm. You can't sort of like, well, I'll take this eleven and I'll leave this eleven behind, and they can play in that one. So it's strong eleven, but then you've got no, you Back know, up. no. Five, six, yeah, and you've upset the ones that you left behind, thinking, well, am I yeah. only good enough for the Carabao? Yeah. Not good enough for Absolutely. the World Club Cup. So. Um, but you get that anyway throughout the season, won't you? Yeah. So, 
But I, I just... I think James... But, but there's, unless all the managers turn around and say, you know, this is what's going to happen, then nothing's going to change. Mm. So... I think I think Elliot, Jones, uh, Williams and that will play. Um, I, w- I, I still wouldn't surprise me if... The likes of Lovren or Fabinho. Like I say, well, Klopp's, Klopp's done it out of principle. What, what I, I guess what he could say to this first team squad, look, guys, those of you who've got travel plans, you're going away, blah, blah, fair enough, you carry on, don't mm-hmm. cancel anything. If you're thinking about sticking at home, you've got the option of playing this game. I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to ask you. You have to. If you want that's, to, put your hand up. And willing, That's exactly what I was going to say. Those of you, those of you that fancy, you know, playing in this game, you know, because you need a bit of game time, then, you know, yeah, exactly. as you said, Fabinho just coming back. Yeah sort of thing so but you also kind of like do you want to have that opportunity to rest him for an extra week just to make sure he's 100% yeah, you know it's well, still a 10 day break from the from the replay day isn't it yeah so I just and then the Shrews the, Shrew, the Shrewsbury manager actually came out and said they should uh, leave off Klopp he said uh, you know he's, he's he's got a team at the moment that are Trying for the first, the Premier League for the first time in thirty odd years. Mm-hmm. Champions League, uh, champions defending their title. Um, they've had to go and play the World Club Championship. Uh, you know, which has cost them, which has given a one-off trophy, but cost them the chance to win another one. Yeah, in the league cup. Like, so just, just give him a break, which is quite interesting. It's, it's, it's but he would say that because he, <laughs> he gets a chance because he play Aaron in the twenty three. That's yeah. it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, because he's thinking, yeah, and then you, he'll play Chelsea in the next round. You've also got a feel for the fact that Shrewsbury players and the Shrewsbury fans because they've got they've done this brilliant job of getting a 2-2 mm. at home to Liverpool now they go to Anfield you know to this great half empty stadium with it, won't some, be, it won't be half empty with some kids kicking around the it ball it won't be half empty because we've, we've, the other thing is which is probably again is a little bit of a kicking the teeth for Shrewsbury so that we've reduced the ticket price to about 15-20 quid okay. instead of the news of 30-40 whatever it is so it'll be three quarters full of Shrewsbury so even fans if full, <laughs> even if it's full they'll only they'll be have reduced game receipts because the, the last time they did that with that uh, Waterloo happened they gave all the ticket sale money to the, the yeah. club, didn't they, did they? Yeah. Liverpool didn't keep it yeah. no. they gave it all to uh, Waterloo Havant and stuff so yeah. I could see something similar happening yeah so, well, I would hope so because you kind of, you know, it's, it's great that they've got a replay at Anfield, but it's it's also a, a slap in the teeth, isn't it? So, yeah. um, for for the circumstances, the player who scored the two goals for Shrewsbury, Jason Cummins, ex Forest, I think, and was yeah. a loan at Posh. Mm-hmm. Well, was he really? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah, so, it so. But it's like there were a few because I said the shock of the FA Cup last week, didn't I? Will be. A team that plays a full strength side, yeah, and um, there were actually a couple of sides that played near full strength sides. I mean, obviously circumstances dictated. I think Southampton versus Tottenham was mainly full strength because of the fact that Southampton are in good form, yeah. and Jose Mourinho wants to win something. So um, because the manager come out, who's it who said it? Um, I think Paul Merson said it. He said George Graham said to his players once, "If you ever go into management." win a trophy in your first season no matter which one it is just win a trophy early on and then you know it'll give you some time and yeah. um, and that's that's it isn't it so I think um, most most managers that have been successful have generally been there or thereabouts that's Pochettino isn't it didn't win anything yeah you know and so there was always question marks and then if he'd have won an FA Cup like a year or two back would he have been given the shove this season 
you know so because they can see the progress yeah you know but you, you never know with these managers and chairmans and sporting directors <laughs> so sporty types so I just, is it next week the Champions League starts that's got to be starting up again soon the Europa League and Champions League I think it is isn't it is it next midweek so I have to, I have to make sure I, to, I, I just I just I just thinking of um, something I saw uh, Wolves have signed an Olympiacos player going back to the transfer market I saw that just before I come out it's like Wolves sign Olympiacos I can't remember who's a midfielder or striker I'm thinking oh good for Wolves that's really good especially since Arsenal got Olympiacos in the next round of the Europa League <laughs> so that's then slightly weaker you know so it's good enjoy some of these transfers so yeah let's have a look see when, the, when it starts again I'm sure it is it's been a you know it's, like, it's usually back in February isn't it so, but the, the FA Cup next rounds. It's uh, Champions League's next set of matches are on February the eighteenth. So oh, it's still a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, isn't isn't the FA Cup just around the corner? Does the FA Cup next round? Uh, towards the end of February, isn't it? Oh, is it? So, so one of the big six has finally gone out after this round. So, because Chelsea versus Liverpool. Yeah. Sorry, Chelsea versus Shrewsbury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, might as well be. So, Chelsea versus Shrewsbury's under 23s. Possibly. So, yeah. yeah. Give them all a chance. Absolutely. Yeah. So, who do you think's favourite for the FA Cup then? Shrewsbury. <laughs> um, well, obviously, City is still in it. Mm hmm. Um, is, it like, is it now a case of. Yeah. You, you still, you know, when you see the draw come out, uh, and you're always thinking, yeah, as long as we don't get Man City or Liverpool, we've got a chance. As long as you get a home draw. But there's only two teams now that you don't want to draw. Because hmm. th that's how the top six have fallen, isn't it? You know, you generally speaking, if you get Arsenal away or, you know, Chelsea or Man United, you think, yeah, we can beat them, no problem. But you still wouldn't fancy Man City or... Liverpool. So, there's a puzzled look on your face, Aldrin. Yes, there is. Are you trying to find the FA Cup fixtures, or yeah, and you can't find them? Well, so they've got some replays on the uh, um, winter break. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday the fourth of February and Wednesday the fifth of February. We've yeah. got Tottenham and Southampton. So we're interested to see what they do. Yes, they were both. See, they both they were both vocal, weren't they, about the fact that replays should be scrapped? But then Jose said. I'm in the draw for the next round. Yep. And then it says Thursday, uh, fifth round proper. Yep. Thursday the 5th of March. March. Right. Thursday. Yeah, there is a there is a tie on the Thursday but the, so it's the, the weekend isn't it? So it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No. The next round, the next round, the fifth round of the FA Cup is to be played Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's Thursday, Thursday, fifth of March, uh, nine four, nine, uh, seven forty-five kickoffs. Yep. So how unusual! The, it's um, done to accommodate the TV. Premier League and everything else. <laughs> They've agreed because of the winter breaks and everything else to actually move the fifth round of the FA Cup to a midweek fixtures. So, so if Derby beat Northampton, and then Rooney takes Derby to in, United. Well, home. United go to Derby. Yeah. And and uh, Rooney wins. 
How long do you think before Manchester United fans start asking for Rooney to be manager at United? Back as their striker. I was going to say, in other news, Wayne Rooney's still playing football. You know, they'll be getting him back as a striker. I thought that's where you were going. Never mind manager. manager. I can't see Rooney ever being manager of Man United. So, I I think um, they're back in Solskjaer because they don't want to sack him now because Pochettino will be available mm. in the summer. He's currently not available because he would have to give £10 million back to Tottenham. Oh, if, right. I was about to say, what's he doing at the moment? Yeah, he's if he signs for another club, I, I don't know whether it's a Premier League club or another club, uh, possibly just a Premier League club, if he signs for one um, before the end of the season, he has to give £10 million Severance pay. I don't understand that. They sacked him. You know? So I can't understand why you give your severance pay back if you then find another job. Mind you, I suppose that's like marriage, isn't it? You pay alimony and then if they get married, you stop. It could be that they said, we'll give you 20 million to go now. It was, he said, I want 30. And their levy being the old uh, hard haggler said, all right. I'll, I'll give you 10 30. pence. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 30. I'll give you 30 million, but if you take another job, you've got to give, give us 10 million back, so you've only got 20 million. Yeah, You'll so yeah, I don't think we're talking in the 30 millions here, it's not with <laughs> Levy, so not for somebody sacked. So, but you know what I mean, it's yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, Mourinho, I think, was on the same thing when he left Man United, wasn't he? If he got a job within 12 months, there was a payback. Yeah, yeah, he had to hold yeah. fire, didn't like, that's yeah. why he went on the telly, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so... It's not bad, is it? Ten million severance. Pay. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, you'd manage. It. We've we've always said you'd either play or manage a club for six months, and that'd be sorted for life. <laughs> so, and some of these footballers got to realise that there's one one of the worst things in football for me is the fact that if you did something to one of these guys in a nightclub, there is no way that guy's rolling around on the floor. He'd be turning around and go, "All right, steady, mate." Or sort of yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Here they are rolling around a football pitch, you know, because of the slightest contact. Yeah. So it's just he needs to go out of the game. It's the, you know, never mind the Tom Daly coaching at Liverpool, but it's the rest of the stuff, the di- the play acting. All right, I can understand if you go down because you're expecting a challenge to come in and you want to prevent injury, but it's the fact that, you know, some of these players go down holding their ankles. And you just think, you know, it's a little bit sore, mate. Get up and run on. Yeah. Run it off. The thing that really Never mind this magic sponge business. The thing that really ruined it for me um, was um, Rivaldo. When the face. They kicked the ball back over to him to take the corner. It hit him on the knee. Yeah. And he goes down holding his face. Yes, yeah. I remember that incident. And it's mm-hmm. like, seriously, dude, you're one of the greatest footballers that's graced the pitch. Uh-huh. Why on earth are you resorting to that? It is shameful, isn't it? It's just when you think... Um, you just got to it's not going to change because people are watching you know it's it's. I can understand the tactical thing you know towards the end of the game you know you're winning you go down oh yeah you got a knock you go it's a foul you go down you know get the play stopped for a sort of thing yeah but the majority of you know you, you're probably costing the fans five minutes of football every every match players for just all the play acting yeah you know, and it's 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 getting beyond a joke. So I'm there's plenty of them at Arsenal that do it as well. I mean, Genduzi for you know how good he's been this this season. He, he's don't half frustrate me with some of the. He's always having a go and he's always rolling around yeah. and going down too easy. Um, having said that, he was 
his second half performance against Bournemouth in the FA Cup was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So I think he's learning off um, Sabayas, who's now back, and Ozil. Uh, some of the stuff that he's playing in midfield is absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So. So there you go. It was. Uh, they were playing. To, he was playing for Barcelona, uh, Brazil, when it happened. Rivaldo. Yeah, yeah. Rivaldo was. And yeah. So it's an international match, and they're playing Turkey. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the guy got sent off for a second bookable yellow. And uh, though, to be fair, later on, Rivaldo did get a fine for it. Mm-hmm. But you think it's not like it's uh, you, you you're playing Argentina in the final. And you've got a real competition there, and you need to do something about it. I know the the thing that strikes me has always been whenever I, I think of something like that, I always think uh, Claudio Canigia versus Cameroon in the World Cup when he's flying down the right hand side. They made three attempts to chop him down. They made they three attempts that he actually had to hurt. He was. It was like he was. Um, was it Moses the hurdler? Yeah. Ed Moses <laughs> it was like he was doing that down the right hand side he was like hurdling one challenge after another and the guy the practically ball. decapitated him to <laughs> bring him down at last I actually think the, the first three guys went for the ball yeah. badly, badly went for the ball the yeah. last guy just went nah nah that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. the ball or the, ball or the man but not both <laughs> so, but that's 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 always been the, the you know there's the, when you think of World Cup stories there's that one always strikes me as being that's just incredible and that was that was and that's in today's football that wouldn't have got that far you that incident would have happened because the first guy made a little bit of contact he'd have gone down and rolled over three or four times he, he would have done you but know that was also when just around about the time when the uh, red card for the professional foul came in to mm-hmm. play, wasn't it yeah where that was anywhere on the pitch but now it's uh, if you're the last man isn't it yeah anything else yeah uh, but it, in the back in the day if there was if it was a professional foul, foul anywhere on the pitch you could uh, you could go off the red and it was just coming in at that point and the, the other funniest thing I think when I think of the um free kick uh, there was a free kick in a World Cup the referee blew his whistle it's like here yeah and the guy from the, the, the guy from the wall burst out and kicked the ball <laughs> yeah, out yeah. <laughs> what did I do yeah <laughs> fantastic wasn't it so, absolutely yeah. brilliant yeah well that's it we're coming towards the end of the show so uh, thank you very much gentlemen thank you it's been an entertaining week it was nearly as good as last week's. But uh, people can listen back and uh, uh, to this week's show and let us know what you think. Any questions? Get in touch with us on the old uh, um, t- uh, Twitter feed uh, and uh, on our Facebook page, PCR Sports. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, take care. Have a good week, sporting week, and I hope your team wins. You're listening to PCR Sports.